This is Plant-Based Briefing, Iron for Vegans, Part 1 by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com, and I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles with permission on various plant-based and vegan topics. And today's is a two-parter because I try to keep them to about 10 minutes or less every weekday, and this article would have come out longer than that. So I'm reading Part 1 today, and Part 2 will be tomorrow. It's by Brigitte Jem of veganfamilykitchen.com. She comes from a family of dairy farmers, and she used to love blue steak with blue cheese, but now she helps people decide what to make for dinner, offering whole food plant-based meal planning services. And I found it interesting. She came to veganism from the environmental perspective. As a good green citizen, she was a big advocate for cycling as transportation, and someone planted a seed when they said, if you're fueling that bike with steak, you might as well be driving a Hummer. The rest is history, and she now helps others cook more plants. I subscribe to her meal plans. I love what she provides, the simplicity in her meal planning, nutritionally balanced, delicious, and very inexpensive as well. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Iron for Vegans, My Views as a Meal Planner, Woman, and Mother, Part 1 by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. Iron for vegans and plant-based eaters, should we be worried? Iron is a common concern of well-meaning friends and relatives upon learning that a loved one is going vegan or committing to eating more plants and fewer animals. Since most people still think of meat as the source of the most abundant and easiest to absorb iron, isn't foregoing animal products putting you at risk for iron deficiency? Unfortunately, many medical professionals contribute to spreading this outdated belief, despite ample scientific evidence to the contrary. As someone who decides what's for dinner for other people, I see it as my responsibility to stay informed on the topic of iron for vegans and share my views and sources of information. Spoiler alert, it's not a big deal for most people, which doesn't mean we shouldn't be paying attention to this critical mineral when planning our meals. Notice, I'm an educator, meal planner, and sociologist, not a medical professional. I'm educated on the topic of nutrition and trained at critically assessing sources of information, including peer-reviewed publications. This article constitutes my opinion on the topic of nutritional iron. I encourage you to engage with other legitimate sources of information, including the many listed or linked here. If you have health concerns relative to iron deficiency and or anemia symptoms, please consult with a plant-friendly medical professional or registered dietitian linked here. Why does iron even matter? In simplified terms, iron is essential to the production of red blood cells, which transport oxygen to our muscles and to a number of other critical functions in our bodies. There are three main ways that we can end up lacking in iron consuming too little iron in our food, not absorbing iron properly, or losing blood cells faster than we're making them, for example, by bleeding. Anemia happens when we have too little hemoglobin, the protein that transports oxygen, in our body. Hemoglobin can be measured from just a few drops of blood, something a nurse will do in seconds by pricking your finger if you want to give blood, for example. Some typical symptoms of anemia include fatigue, weakness, paleness, and shortness of breath. Anemia is very common worldwide, affecting perhaps up to a third of the population, but much less prevalent in developed countries. A bit over 5% of Americans are thought to meet the clinical criteria for anemia. Women, non-whites, and elders are at higher risk. Anemia in infants and children is a very serious problem that can negatively impact growth and cognitive development. It impacts poor people and those living with discrimination most tragically by creating a poverty trap. 
Poor diet leads to anemia, which leads to difficulty working or learning in school, which further reduces one's odds of getting out of poverty. Most healthy people's bodies are excellent at regulating iron. When we don't have much, more will be absorbed from what we eat. When we have more than enough, the extra may get stored as ferritin. If one suddenly faces a shortage of food or of dietary iron or blood loss, for example, menstruation, the body will draw from its stores to continue functioning normally. Heme versus non-heme iron. What's the difference? The root word heme means blood. Heme iron is basically the hemoglobin of animals. Animals' muscles, organs like the liver, and of course, blood sausage, aka black pudding, are sources of heme iron. Non-heme iron is, well, everything else. Most of the animals humans consume, like pigs, cows, and chickens, are fed a plant-based diet, so the iron in meat comes from plants. Heme iron is more readily absorbed by our bodies and leads to higher ferritin levels. This may be a good thing if one's ferritin is extremely low, or if faced with periods of famine and deficient nutrition. However, in developed countries where overnutrition is a greater problem, consumption of heme iron has been associated with an increased risk of chronic diseases such as diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and colorectal cancer. Is vegan iron deficiency a thing? The term iron deficiency is often used as shorthand for low ferritin, which may or may not be accompanied by symptoms of anemia. In fact, what low ferritin indicates is iron deficiency risk. Considering that the average American consumes more than 200 pounds of meat per year, average ferritin numbers tend to run high, and the lower ferritin of many herbivores may concern some health professionals, even if they're not outside of normal range. Such concerns are not founded. In their authoritative 2021 Nutrients paper, titled The Safe and Effective Use of Plant-Based Diets with Guidelines for Health Professionals, linked here, Craig and colleagues summarize the scientific literature. Quote, Vegetarians who eat a varied and well-balanced diet do not appear to be at any greater risk of iron deficiency anemia than omnivores. Hemoglobin levels of the two dietary groups normally show no significant differences. Additional studies of iron deficiency in vegetarians are needed before definitive conclusions can be reached. A varied diet that is rich in whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, dried fruits, iron-fortified cereal products, and green leafy vegetables provides an adequate iron intake. Vegetarian diets generally contain as much or more iron than omnivore diets, unquote. Note, the authors use the word vegetarian here, but note the absence of eggs and dairy from the list of foods to consume. A systematic review of the evidence specific to vegans supports this, saying vegan diets are not related to deficiencies in vitamins A, B1, B6, C, E, iron, phosphorus, magnesium, copper, and folate, and have a low glycemic load. In case of a famine or soybean shortage, it is true that vegans may be at greater risk of iron deficiency. I don't want to downplay that concern, since climate extremes will likely disrupt agriculture over the coming decades. However, given steady access to whole grains and legumes, plant-based eaters will be all right. You just listened to Iron for Vegans, Part 1, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com, and I'm Marian Erickson, host of the Plant-Based Briefing Podcast. Please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and be sure to tune in tomorrow for the second half, where we'll hear, should vegans get their iron tested, how to ensure a steady supply of iron, how to enhance absorption of iron, what about cooking in cast iron, iron for vegan athletes, 
and special considerations when transitioning to plant-based eating. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and thanks for listening.